Hi, I'm Jillian. I play November the Stitch, and it is good to be here. Hi, I'm Eli. I play Clara the Mechanic, and it's good to be here. Hey, everyone. I'm Jordan. Got my morning cup of coffee here, so I'm myself. But I also play Leo the... Scoundrel. Scoundrel, shit. Keep it in, keep it in, keep it in. <laughs> and it's good to be here. Hi, I'm Jory, and I am going to keep that in. And I've also played Shana the Pilot. It's good to be here. I'm Jesse. I'm the GM, and you can't tell because of the audio nature of the medium, but I'm doing a perfectly executed robot dance. Welcome to Many Realms. Oh, wow. He's so wow. good at that. Oh, my How God. How do you do that? What? what the They're killing what it. What the fuck? I got to meet up with you after <laughs> and get to the Jory ratting me out. Okay. I've never seen a robot do a triple backflip like that. <laughs> Clara, what's the name of this bar? The. <laughs> this is your moment. It's okay. the one job you have. This is a show. This is I, your I, moment, right? Yeah, but I always want to name bars that make the rest of you upset. <laughs> um. So throwback to season one, we're gonna call it the the rabbit phaser. Uh, Leo, what's the gimmick of the rabbit phaser? Uh, all the bartenders are like humanoid sentient rabbit people <laughs> and then like the like rest of the stuff are just like in bunny ears wow i love final fantasy <laughs> i love dark cloud shana what is the music like at the rabbit phaser god is it like rabbit tunes what is rabbit tunes what is rabbit tunes um it's like very chill. The vibes are chill and naturey. Oh, it's it's rabbit hop. It's rabbit hop, sure. November, what's the food and bev like at the rabbit phaser? I think they're on like the cutting edge of vegetable simulation. Oh. And then the beverages, they they like a, a gimmicky kind of beverage, focusing on on the phasery portion. There's a lot of stuff with like. Like kind of like fireball flavors or like they set it on fire for you. Or I feel like there's one with like pop rocks, like popping candy. Um, just just for those beautiful mouth tingles. Excellent. I love that. That's great. So <laughs> the crew of the Houndstooth, you have arrived at the Rabbit Phaser Bar. Clara, I think you've stolen a pair of bunny ears from one of the non-bunny uh, wait staff oh, yeah. and are wearing it. The gentle sounds of rabbit hop are blaring to the speakers, which Jory's going to have to find uh, when she edits this, which is <laughs> exciting. And you grab your, your drinks at the bar, the, the rabbit, like Final Fantasy JRPG-esque rabbit humanoid bartender like dispassionately pulls out a phaser and cocks it down and shoots it into your three glasses and then it starts like fizzing and bubbling from the bottom and changing color and you grab your drinks and you turn and you cross over to the table where you are here to meet uh, your friend Olufemi Femi, the mechanic who Shayna has uh, worked with in the past Femi is eating a uh, deep fried like you know those Korean deep fried hot dogs um, but it's just like a huge bundle of carrots. Yeah, I told you guys this place was hopping. <laughs> oh my god. 
Uh, as you approach and greet Femi, he looks up with a uh, suspiciously wide grin, perhaps, and he says, uh, Captain Silva and crew, hello. Oh, this, this fella, now I remember. Is he still wearing? He's wearing a bomber jacket, and the sleeves of the bomber jacket are uh, inlaid with digital images of, like, heavy branches, and then all down his torso and back, soft cherry blossoms are falling forever. Uh, I leave because of jealousy. (laughs) (laughs) Is that the same bomber jacket, or...? uh... Well, you have to download the new graphic packs every, uh, every so often. How many creds? It's not cheap. Are you looking to score one? I don't know if they make them in uh, petites. I could rock an oversized look, thank you. She sits down, sips her soda. Well, she's in good spirits. How are the rest of you doing? We're doing all right, Femi. How are you doing this morning? Is it morning? Is it evening? <laughs> no way out of bar. <laughs> drinking. <laughs> space. It's morning. It's There's morning. There's no time and space. Yeah, it's five o'clock somewhere, and that somewhere is outer space. <laughs> Yeah, uh, Femi says, I'm well, I'm well, thank you. It's been a it's been a minute. It's been a bit crazy, hasn't it, since uh, we last saw each other. Leo, how you holding up, mate? Uh, I'm holding up well enough, thanks. I know you're in the market for some new plates, is that right? That is right. Uh, can you help us out? I, I definitely can. Uh, I don't really know how to say this, Captain. You know, I have a lot of respect for you and all the work we've done together. Uh, this is a bit of a trap. He kind of grits his teeth, and you hear someone cough from over your shoulder, Shayna. Fucking snake. This is extremely rude, Femi. I know. Uh, I assume you turn to see who's talking to you behind you. Yes, yes. Shayna, you crane your neck up into the face of Captain Amelia Starfield. Ah. She is wearing, it's like a trench coat. But the the piping on the edge is all like neon tubing that's shifting between orange and blue. Um, and she's got this kind of cool visor on. She is drinking the same uh, bubbly cocktail as the three of you. And she says, hello, Captain Silver, October, Tio. I'm here, too. Don't know who you are. All right, fine. Don't know who you are. Yes, you do. <laughs> Everybody knows who I am. <laughs> exactly. Win any good races lately? What What is it that you you want from us? I think I'd like to call in a bit of a favor. She uh, swans forward and takes a seat at the table and uh, kind of tents her fingers and stares down at each of you. And she says, you know, I did have to do a little bit of digging to find out exactly what happened that day at the Procyon Cup. Of course, this was a big clue. She reaches inside of her trench coat and pulls out the uh, bug that you planted on her ship's controls some months ago in order to take control. And of course, my ship had the audio logs from my conversation with, well, we can drop the charade, Leo over here. And naturally, I assume you managed to sell that godforsaken cube for quite a few credits on top of what you stole from me. Yeah. So I could go ahead and uh, lay out a pretty nice case to the relevant authorities, but I don't want to do that. I think that you are quite a capable team, and instead, I'd like to ask you to do a little job for me. Well, what about Femi? Is he going to pay you back seeing as he hired us? Femi and I have worked out a deal, and Femi goes a little uh, pale and chews on his carrot. (laughs) (laughs) He says, what's up, Doc? (laughs) Yeah. All right, so what does this job look like for us? It's pretty simple. I need you to acquire an asset for me from a place called Poloru Station. Do you know it? Isn't that place 
abandoned these days? It absolutely is. But I have a tip from a very reliable source that there still remains unclaimed on Pulowru Station some of hegemony research and development material that I could find very useful, particularly, allegedly, a deca burner. And as a pilot, Shana, you know that a deca burner is uh, even better than three quad burners because it's all in a single module. All right. I am duly impressed, like somebody who understands what that means. Yeah. You ask a, a jargon-filled question and she answers in kind. So you would like us to retrieve a deca burner from Pularu Station and what we call it square femi can give us a new place or can we get anything else out of this i don't know if you're in much a position to negotiate captain silver you're looking for plates because you're trying to avoid heat and i'm in a position to uh turn the burner up under you as it were i look at my crew how are you feeling well perhaps it's only fair that we help miss amelia uh win her next race hmm? all right is there anything else we should know if it was easy enough to rob myself, I would have done it. Pulowru Station, uh, I'm made aware, still has complete hegemony security online. Ugh. Okay. My sources tell me the last uh, supposed adventurers who went to explore it never came back. So you might want to keep your wits about you, such as they are. I also think that you need to have a little chat with uh, Femi, your our, our alliance that we thought that we had, or 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 at least uh, friendship. Uh, I guild. called him rude. Okay, well, yeah, that suffices. <laughs> that's enough. He gets it. <laughs> she could have busted me just as well. What was I supposed to do? Not this. Lay my little life on the line for you. I mean, you're nice. I like you. I want to keep doing business with you. That's the point, isn't it? In it. In it. Captain. <laughs> You wanker. <laughs> if we do this, maybe I'd rather negotiate with Femi, like you owe us one on that end, rather than Amelia. You want something from Femi in exchange for this? Yeah, in exchange for um, ratting us out. Why don't you make a sway roll with Femi, who is like dripping with sweat as he like eats his carrot and like watches Amelia boss you around at the spar. Okay. Do I want to push myself so I get two sway? Or is this not worth it? Up to you. What are you trying to... What, what would be like an example you'd want from Femi? Like maybe... Because there are a bunch of things like we could buy for the ship that are like one-time use things, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like maybe something like that. Like last time we were able to get afterburners from him. Does it have to be one-time use? No. That was just a thought. Like could we theoretically get one of the ship upgrades? That would be like a big... Well, you are trying to get like a comms... You were trying to get a Nexus link last time. Yeah, so our comms call is now upgraded for that to be possible. Um, we just, like, don't have it. Mm -hmm. What does the Nexus link do again? Um, it We kind of decided that it would allow uh, Clara to more easily hack into Hegemony or, like, Koyama uh, transmissions or systems. Okay. Okay, let's do, uh, let's do a sway roll. I think, I don't know if you'd be able to, like, get one, like, has one and will install it for you immediately. But if you can succeed on the sway roll, he will um, install it for you once his job is complete, which is like essentially getting a, f a whole free like level up. So, so I'll I'll take stress. I got a five. Nice. What do you say to Femi? All right, Femi, I understand you were in a tough place, but you did rat us out here a bit and ambushed us. So maybe you could throw something in extra with those new plates. 
Femi squirms and he says, uh, what you got in mind? We were in the market for a, for a new Nexus link, if that's something you have, you've got. Shayna, those are so bloody expensive. If you want us to go to Poleru and come back with the, uh, with the Deca burner, I think it would be a pretty good thing to have on board. He uh, takes his like phasered cocktail and he, he downs it all in one gulp and he heaves a big sigh and he says, <sighs> take me two days to even get one, file a cereal off, install it. I'll have one ready for you when you come back. How about that? And then we are absolutely square and we never speak of this again. All right. I put my hand up for a handshake with Femi, I guess. Is this a deal? I guess. <laughs> Femi says, uh, yes. Captain, I will get you a Nexus link if you do not get me in any more trouble and do not get blown up at Paloro Station. I can probably promise at least one of those. Let me know when you decide. He uh, lifts a, a finger and a, a rabbit person brings him another plate of carrots that he tucks into with, like, miserable <laughs> stress. Paloru Station is shaped like a top, with a central spire jutting out above a disc-shaped central structure that tapers on the bottom to a delicate cluster of engines that used to gently rotate the station for an even distribution of sunlight. Now it sits discarded, slightly askew, as though abandoned by a disinterested child. As you approach the dock, it becomes clear that parts of the station have been damaged, filtration vents and generator couplings scattered from dents and holes in the walls like titanium confetti. The dock's mounting jacks are still active, but part of the port has blown out, meaning that the air has long since left this part of the station. Gonna have to keep the suits on. Shouldn't we, like, have a plan? I would like to have some kind of basic, like idea of like what this place will look like on the inside before we go in is there a way to like google oh it. google it can we google it uh, a floor plan i would say that it's likely there's not a ton of public information about the interior of the station because it's like strictly hegemony control in the same way that you can't google a floor plan of like the pentagon okay okay hang on oh no no <laughs> i don't i should never say sentences it's looking like i can Podcast episodes that get you on a watch list. Which I think... Uh, no, it seems pretty accessible, which means uh, we have the floor plan, right? Yeah, you have the floor plan wow. of Paloru Station. Yeah. Good job. Yeah, so when you search on the network, you find a rough floor plan of Paloru Station. Um, the labs that you are probably going to find what you need in are towards the center. It's kind of got like an, an outer ring of linked chambers. The dock is closest, obviously, to like some administrative offices, some cargo bays. Uh, and then it kind of spirals out into some dormitories, some cafeterias, like living quarters. And then you get further along and you get into like labs and tech stuff. On the inside of the sort of donut in the middle of this station, there was like a a uh, hyper rail that you could just like take to move from section to section but it's long since been destroyed it looks like i'm assuming there's some kind of security like stopping us from getting in so easily yeah jordan google pentagon security details <laughs> yep. on it literally i mean i wasn't gonna say google it i was gonna say what do we see um so so it's it's um it's a research station right it's not like a military outpost or anything like that um, you don't see like crazy amounts of 
turrets or like gunboats like sitting around or whatever, where you'll probably expect a bulk of that will be at the dock itself. And it's hard to say how much of that is going to be active because, again, the dock is like kind of partially broken. And so it's not even, you know, running full Atmo. But it's not like the kind of thing where you will get like laser swatted by getting within 100 feet. When did this when did this go out of commission? About 15, 20 years ago. Before we go down, I think Clara wants to do a bit of research on what kind of things uh, were like standard security 20 years ago. Because I wasn't even born then. You like you look <laughs> at like the interior decor of the station. You're like, it's so vintage. It's so chic. <laughs> um, <laughs> can you make a study roll, I suppose? Yeah, I got to say. Sure, Clara. I think this kind of ties into your uh, your work that you've done in the past with Jeeves. In the past, there was a big push in Hegemony Tech to uh, develop kind of like an answer to Urbots that would be like a lot more Hegemony controllable because Urbots are like ancient, they're rare, they can sometimes be hard to maintain because they're like quite specific. So um, it was a lot more common to see the Hegemony manufacturing like large scale servant bots of their own make uh, 20, 30 years ago. Got it. You uh, approach Poloru Station and the Houndstooth docks with the coupling there. You step into the airlock. You're all suited up. I I just assume all of you are going. And um, the door rushes open. You are tethered to the outside of the ship as you descend the staircase onto the blown open dock of Poloru Station. This part of the station is facing the sun, so at least it's like not pitch black here as you uh, land with a metallic clank on this landing pad and attempt to make your way towards the door leading further into the station. It does look like the door is like online. The the LED panels are lit around it. As you're as you're getting much closer to the station and looking in more detail, you can see that like the damage that's been done here, it doesn't look say like it is uh done by like weapon fire. It looks like things have really kind of like eroded and crumbled away in a in a fashion that doesn't really track with just like a firefight or a single accident. It's unclear what's actually happened here to cause the station to degrade. Does it look like it's from the inside out or from the outside in? Mm, good question. It definitely looks like it's from the outside in. I guess we wouldn't know if like the way had like damaging properties to materials. Uh, it's, it's possible. What, what is most commonly known about the way is how unpredictable it can be in the forms it can take. Can I see if it's... No, I'm still way bombed. You would probably take a penalty to do your attempt to attune. Critical failure. Really? Mamma mia, let's go. Oh god, we're starting off strong. Way bomb me again. Uh, <laughs> way bomb me harder, GM. I'm going to, <laughs> uh, start a clock. Oh gosh. Fuck, I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, and this clock is just called They Know. Oh no. <laughs> Who is they? Yeah, that's creepy. <laughs> <laughs> and two segments of it have filled up. Oh, two? Come on, man. Out of six? She got a critical fail. Maybe where they, and when we fill up this clock, we get all the information we need. <laughs> Jesse, is that what it is? No. I'm mutinying. <laughs> so I think what happens here, um, 
Clara, you run your gloved hand over some of this eroded steel in this landing port uh, in the in the shadowy kind of sunlight as the houndstooth blocks the, the entrance to the rest of space. And as you attempt to reach out with your nascent uh, attuning abilities and get a sense of the way, you feel the whole station kind of shudder, like a big shiver passes through the entire building once. All of you feel it. You're not really in gravity, but still you're sort of like jostled a little bit and need to grab something close by to hang on to. And then after a second, it settles again. And Clara, how do you feel? Zapped. Like, actually want to go to bed. Clara feels like how Eli feels all the time. Whoa. Yeah. Nerfed. I am nerfed. I go sit down somewhere. Uh, doctor? Yeah. Um, <laughs> 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 oh, the beautiful irony. Well, it's fine. I gave myself something to do. Um, are you having a medical emergency? One time, Dagan dared me to drink some garbage juice. And this is like that times 50. Well, were you drinking the garbage juice? Garbage juice called the yeah, way. Why, why are you drinking garbage juice again? Why did you bring garbage juice with you? <laughs> Doc, you got any, like, speptomismal? <laughs> <laughs> Speptodismal. Um, <laughs> but, but it's like, did you ingest something? Oh. Didn't you all just feel that whatever that rocked through this whole station? Well, in so much as we got jostled, yeah, but... Oh, the way is not my friend. Throws up. Oh, wait, no, You're we're in space inside, suit. inside my yeah, suit. Yeah, throw up in her helmet, no. throw up in her helmet, <laughs> throw up in her helmet, throw up in her helmet. You just hear, wait, you just hear. Oh. oh. Gross. <laughs> well, look, I mean, this place is uh, a little bit spooky, I'm not going to lie. So, Claire, if you're not feeling up to it, maybe if you, you can stay with someone, you can catch up. We can have a look around. I don't really want to stay any longer than we have to here. We're certainly not leaving you anywhere. I put the hat gun in Leo's hand and just like climb onto your back. I mean, that's fine. It's just, can you support your weight? You're in zero G. Okay, I just keep pushing you in front of me through zero. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Tie a string to her and tie like carry her around like a balloon. That's actually exactly Dead what happened. Yeah, yeah, just give me 10 minutes. Okay. Clara gets balloon boyed. Um, <laughs> Are you all ready to go to the door of this room? <laughs> sure. And yeah, it looks like this this uh, exterior... It wasn't an exterior door before, but now with this room kind of blown out, it is. So it looks unlocked. It's pretty dark inside, although like there are lights on, but it's not super brightly lit. It looks like there's a lot of... Um, like The room inside actually looks pretty clean and orderly, although you see some weird stuff smeared all over the walls that you can't quite make out. Clara lazily floats through, like like legs first, into towards the door, I guess, and... Uh... Is this hack gunnable? No, it's not hack gunnable. I think it's Jeeves. Yeah, I'd say it's Jeevesable. Is it fair to say that I can detect if there is a presence of something, but not what it is? With hack? Yeah. Like to see if there's anything online in that room that's not friendly. Yeah, 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 yeah. Three. Oh, man. What's going on? I'm, I'm dizzy. I have a tummy ache. What do you want from me? Uh, Clara, you uh, bring Jeeves forward. 
and uh, I think it's been a while since he made a, a big appearance. So he goes, <laughs> and you uh, start typing on his console. Shayna, you're peeking through this little like grimy porthole at the room beyond. And uh, actually, I would even say that like the stuff that's smeared on the walls is probably like splashed of it on the porthole too from the inside, making it hard to see. When Jeeves uh, gets a connection and Clara starts scanning uh, for whatever she's looking for, suddenly there's a bunch of noise and movement from inside this room, and you hear uh, an interior door open, something move through it, and it shut. Jeeves pulls up no uh, nothing online in this room that you got, Clara, but Shana knows that there definitely was something inside. So I feel like we can safely assume that's like one of their security bots. Can we just try and sneak past it? Certainly, yeah. This is the result of Clara's um, failed hack is that someone knows you're here. But are you going to head into like into the station interior? Yes, we have. Yes. Cool. I just legally have to ask. You just feel like this is about to turn into what the movie Alien or something. Shayna, you grit your teeth and you hit the the door unlock and you guys step inside. At the very least, when the door shuts behind you, um, you can tell that there is like stable Atmo in this room. You don't need to keep the suit helmet on, um, and you can you know speak to each other a little more freely and easily. I would like to keep my helmet on because there was goo everywhere or whatever. Yeah, of course. And I think it could be potentially biohazardous. I take off my helmet because I fear no goo. I take off my helmet because if I throw up, I don't want to throw up. You you are contributing to the goo at the biohazard level of the room. There's three (laughs) different kind of responses here. You're also you also can't be a balloon girl anymore. You slowly drift down into Leo's arms, who sets you down on the floor. November, you pull out your flashlight and you uh, try to get a scan of this room. It's quite interesting. So this is clearly like a reception bay for people that obviously docked and arrive at the station. Um, Although virtually all of the furniture that remains here has just been like shoved neatly into the corners of the room and just leaving a big open central space. All over the walls here, the stuff that's smeared, it's not viscera. You're not quite sure what it is, but how it's been used is just as paint. There are designs painted all over the walls like really crude uh landscapes and flowers and animals it looks you would say like slightly childish and wherever uh shana heard the noise from on the right hand side of the room there is a uh a little steel bowl that has more of the substance in it that's wet fresh and like a splash that clearly whoever was just in here was working with it and then took out through the door you can see that the door leading further into the station is uh locked the the led panels are foreboding red instead of a welcoming green probably because clara um was a little too enthusiastic in her hello uh anything on the ceiling oh just uh, the alien from alien (laughs) 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 well you said all this stuff's been shoved into the corner so it's like What's in the middle? Is the middle safe? Uh, hard, hard to tell, but there doesn't seem to be any presence of anything living in this room. It is like blood or, or what is it? The actual, what it's been used? You could you could take a, a closer look at it. Yeah, give, I give it a lick. Sure. Hoping Ew. it's strawberry jam. Uh, no, I'll, 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 I'll examine it, you know, put it between <laughs> my fingers, do the old rub back and forth uh, test. Looks like it's some kind of um, like motor oil or lubricant. Uh, guys, it's some kind of motor oil or lubricant. That was good. Thanks. 
My going theory is that the AIs have decided to get into murals. So that's fun for them. Yeah, they have their own like society where they pursue art and culture. Yeah, it's going to be really nice. All right. Uh, I guess I suppose the other options that something organic has made its home here. Perhaps we can also be on the lookout for that kind of life. So the only door is locked. Is what you're t- you told us different than the uh, the spaceport door? This one actually has an intercom panel set in next to it. Now, it seems like you're asking me to use the intercom panel, but <laughs> I yeah, I, it's a role playing game. The choice is yours. I feel that might be a bad idea. Is there just an intercom? Is there like a keypad or something? Uh, I would say there's like a there's a slot where you would like insert a clearance card. Hacker, how are we feeling? Oh, my fingers are working. I'm already using the hack gun because you gave it to me. That's fine. The hack gun's for attacking. I point it and I press it. I think it breaks. <laughs> what? Why would it break? It's a gun. I thought that it hacks things. Into exploding. <laughs> <laughs> I think this, this conversation is canon. <laughs> it doesn't sound like hacking. It's particularly for like disabling hegemony weapon fields. <laughs> uh, you, you, gave me, you gave me your TMTM hack gun. And I pointed at the thing that needs hacking. Are you telling me you shot the the keypad with the hack gun? No, I'm saying, well, I thought I shot it with hack. The LCD screen when the, on the keycard slot goes black. All right, we should be good now. I think I hacked it. The door opens? No, it stays oh. locked. You now can't use a keycard. <laughs> Shit. All right, uh, sorry, Captain. I guess this, I failed at hacking it. Um... I guess I couldn't hack it. You couldn't hack it. Okay. I think the only option is for you to use the intercom. <laughs> I take my hack gun back. <laughs> Hello? We had an appointment? There's a, a long, like, uh, crackling sigh of static, and then a, a computerized voice answers you, Captain Silver, and it says, um, I'm not home right now. Can you unlock this door from where you are? Why? So that we can get past it. Who are who are you, we? We're just here for the um, every 10 years checkup, you know? Mm. <laughs> it's been 20 years. <laughs> we missed the last one. Yeah, so they're really overdue for their every 10 years <laughs> checkup. <laughs> Our Venta yeah. annual checkup. Yeah, own it, own it. Clara winks at you like, you're doing yeah, great. Yeah, you got it. I don't have anything in my calendar about a Venta annual checkup. It's a um, surprise checkup so that we can, you don't have time to prepare and we can really see how you're doing. I'll need to scan you first. All right. Uh, what are you scanning for, if I may ask, for the checkup? Weapons and contraband, as is my protocol. As is your protocol, of course. I, like, nudge Leo to throw his, make sure, his, or actually, maybe to hide. I don't know. I feel like you have the most weapons and contraband. Um, yeah, but I mean, I imagine I can't hide from a scan, can I? I don't know. I try and hide from a scan <laughs> at the uh, captain's at the captain's request. Great. Okay. I also might try to hold on to my hack gun. It's the only hack gun in the world. Like, I don't know if she's going to be like, yeah, that's a weapon. So November and Shayna are going to submit to the scan and you two are going to try to avoid it? Yeah. Okay. Sure. Um, it's not actually hard to to avoid the scan. Um, the uh, the intercom panel uh, flashes white for a second, and you kind of get that sense of that classic sci-fi grid is projected onto your faces and bodies and goes from your head to your feet. It 
obviously uh, detects the weapons you have on you, and the voice on the other end comes says, Okay, so when I come get you, you'll just need to surrender those two holdings for the duration of your visit. All right, thank you very much. Okay, I'll uh, be along shortly. Toodles. Toodles. Do you know her, or...? Uh, we're, we're, pl- we're flying by the seat of our pants here. Uh, after a couple of minutes' uneasy wait, the door flashes from red to green, and it opens. You see two androids standing in the doorway. On the scale of, like, humanoid slash fuckability of a robot that I sent you all before we started this campaign. Don't drag my name through that mud. <laughs> it's 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 at the Alan Tudyk in uh, the Will Smith iRobot where it's like humanoid but like not super detailed and the face is maybe just like projected on the tech Clara you can recognize readily as being relatively out of date and you don't think that they are too um, like threatening they just look like standard like servant droids you know one of them carries a big uh, stainless steel and plastic crate and uh, sets it down snaps the top open and the other one says welcome to polarization if you could surrender any weapons or contraband identified previously into this crate it'll be returned to you at the end of your visit I'll say I had a blaster that I'll put in there. Mm-hmm. November doesn't, I don't think November carries a gun. They just have like med stuff. And I mean, if we can, if we can convince these robots that there's only two of us and that, you know, two of us are harmless, then that leaves like the other two of you to be able to potentially disable them or whatever. So, I mean, if you want to hide in the, the Les Mis barricade furniture <laughs> pile, um, <laughs> I think that's valid. <laughs> Sure, sure, we can do that and then try and get through the door before it closes or whatever. Yeah, I'll be your garage. Are we trying to, like, disable these two bots right here and move in? Or are we trying to sneak in behind? Sneak in behind them. Okay, we sneak in behind them. Okay. Then I I think I would want, like, a group skulk action from um, Clara and Leo. Oh, I'm skulky. I'm skulky, too. Nice. Okay, great. Four. Six. Leo, when you when you see shapes kind of move towards the door, you just grab Clara's shoulder and like tuck her under whatever yeah late mist furniture pile. That's good. Um, as these robots come in and uh, chat with November and Shayna, and then as you see them heft up this crate and start turning and heading into the next room, uh, you nip through the door behind on a nice clean six, and the two bots here anyway. Uh, do not know of your presence on Polar Station. Claire says, nice. As these bots lead you in further, Shayna and November, um, one of them says, Now, I've been made to understand that this is a surprise inspection that I'm being submitted to. Can you tell me more about what you'll need from me in order to uh, complete your visit? I just need a tour of all your facilities, an update on any projects you might be working on, any uh, abandoned projects, uh, how those are faring. I offer you my gravest apologies, but I won't be able to offer you a complete tour of polarization today. And why is that? Unfortunately, a certain sector of the facility has gone offline recently and I no longer have access to it. Oh dear. Um, could I take a look at... No. Well, this is a surprise inspection. So you will be showing us everything, or you can tell us what happened. I'm so sorry. With all due respect, it simply wouldn't be safe to allow you to enter that section of the facility. And, of course, I can't permit any Gemini officer to come to harm through my inaction. Second law, am I right? 
Absolutely. Are you equipped with any kind of visual technology that could allow us to, to view it without actually having to be there in the flesh? No. <laughs> As my colleague said, then we'll at the very least need a detailed report from you on exactly what happened. And if we find you have been dishonest, you'll just simply be taken offline immediately. It's hard to say, but you get the sense that these robots might be walking a bit more stiffly now as your threats have descended on their clammy, clammy exoskeletons. One of them says, I'm sure you'll find a performance satisfactory. Can I fetch you a beverage or anything? Can I ask a question? No, just the tour, thanks. All right, I'm right this way. I'm not letting these fuckers out of my sight. Nice. <laughs> They're leading you through a series of of these again, this like large ring around the perimeter of the station, right? Um, you can see that most of the rooms share these similar qualities, and you're now kind of getting that all of the furniture that would matter to humans is uh, pushed away to like the edges of the room where it's not getting in anyone's way. There is some more sections where things have been painted on the walls. There are some sections that have been left alone. And after a couple more long kind of sweeping chambers, the first one sets the crate of your weapons down and says, I'm going to leave your supplies here for now, if that's all right. And uh, I think we'll begin our tour with our central nerve hub. That sounds wonderful. Thank you. Uh, they turn and usher you through another uh, kind of bigger set of double doors here. And Leo and Clara, I assume, are like Scooby-Dooing along behind 10 yeah. feet back. Yeah, I feel like we're just trying to skulk as close. Like, I don't think we're trying to like go investigate other parts of the ship. We're just trying to... You're trying to keep up with them. Yeah, see if anything goes okay. south. Sure. Uh, this door opens onto a catwalk that uh, runs uh, above like a larger open area. And in this room, there are at least two dozen of these same robots. Some of them are sitting at tables. Some of them are uh, working at machines. And there is a huge central computer terminal at the far end of this room. Its screen is pulsing gently from black to white. And uh, the bots that are with you lead you down the catwalk and forward through this sea of bots that all turn and look at you impassively as you uh, saunter through. You have um, quite a few bots here. Could you tell me what your population is? Well, I suppose zero, technically, or one, if you want to count me. Uh, sorry, that was a joke. You don't have to laugh at my joke, but um, <laughs> I hope that's up for the inspection. So you're one AI who controls all of these body, or mechanical bodies, I guess? Yes, if you, if you want to get particular about it, I suppose I, I just, it's just me, just hanging at home. I hope I don't make you uncomfortable with my presentation. No, that is more than satisfactory. Uh, question for you, uh, couldn't help but notice um, some redecorating of the spaces, and this will not reflect poorly on the inspection, but have you started uh, to develop an artistic practice? I have. Uh, I hope that's alright. It's just that the station has been decommissioned for quite a long time, and there's not very many opportunities to stay busy around here, so I thought it might be nice to uh, brighten up the place, especially if anyone decided to come back and pay me a visit. Understood. 
at this point, you've uh, reached like the central big terminal uh, at the far end of the room and the bots beside you kind of fall silent. And that same lilting, pleasant computerized voice now issues in glorious surround sound from this computer. And she says, um, oh, that's a bit better. Can you hear me better now? It's like booming. <laughs> it's rich. Yes. What responsibilities do you have on a day to day? November's taking notes. I need to, of course, maintain the cleanliness and security of the facility, operate any uh, health circulation or defense symptoms, and maintain my archives. Could you show us your archives? Certainly. Uh, is there a particular file you're looking for? Uh, do you keep a detailed record of uh, the damages, like your, uh, your damage reports? No, I haven't been instructed to archive any new data since the station was decommissioned. But do you have data on the uh, science that was being done here before it was decommissioned. Certainly I do. I'm interested in any technology you have for ships for space travel. Uh, the screen glows white and uh, a menu pops up and you can see that there is uh, images of, of different models of ships that were being constructed uh, or researched at this uh, time period, even including what looks like um, elements of the same model of ship as the Houndstooth, which is, you know, several years old and a military ship developed around the time. Can I see, like, where in the building maybe the deca burners would be from these logs? Oh, you'd like a station map? Oh, sure. Uh, a beautiful 3D rendered station map pulls up, but some of the same areas that you can see that were, like, actively damaged from the exterior of the station when you arrived, those areas on the map are, like, visually glitched. There's like bars of colors and, and dead pixels flickering over them. I would like to download this map onto my Holly and also send it to Clara. Sure, please present your hegemony authorization pass. <laughs> I'm not interested anymore. Oh, I want to pick out my old 19th Legion ID, which would have been online around the time that this station was active, and I hope for the best. That's good. No, I think that's very clever. That works well. Um, she uh, takes the card, scans it, and returns it to you, and she says, greetings, Captain Silver. Greetings. 19th Legion Hegemony Clearance Granted. And uh, the map starts downloading onto your holly. And I do want to send that so Clara and Leo have it on hand as well. And maybe just give it to November in case we get separated. You can put it in the group chat. <laughs> group chat. Yeah. Are you able to identify for us the 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 sections that are no longer available uh, that are offline? Can you tell us which parts of the station have gone offline? Currently, we don't have access to maintenance one, maintenance two, sanitation one, lab one, lab two, and lab three. How many labs are there? Three. <laughs> That's all of them. I see. <laughs> so you don't have access to your labs. Do you have access? To, do we have access to the old documents from those labs? Certainly. What do you require, Captain Silver? Logs of what work you were doing in labs one through three. Yeah, uh, it's a it's a it's gigs of information. Um, is there anything particular you're looking for? I mean, I do want to find the uh, Deca burner, but I'm also interested in like what kind of stuff they were looking into here because this is shady. Sure. I mean, you can even do like keyword searches. I think. Okay. Um, so when you search for the Deca burner, yeah, I mean it's not it's not like anything sinister or secret. They were trying to make hegemony ships more fuel efficient and fly faster and further. The Deca burner was deemed a little too unwieldy and expensive to be put into mass production, but the prototype 
was being stored in lab two for safekeeping until the higher ups decided what exactly they wanted to do with it. All right. So we got to find a way into lab two. My next thing I would want to search up is to see if there's anything specific to the Legion. Just like searching 19th Legion? Or like what would be on that highest tier of um, clearance that I'm able to get. Yeah. You search for the 19th Legion and uh, the returned results are much smaller. There's just a few files. But you do see um, a few things. One thing that's kind of maybe a little awkward or embarrassing that you that pulls up on the giant screen in front of you in November is like Shayna's dorky flight school headshot like school <laughs> photo um, and her like grades. She was obviously very good at flying and very bad at needs to learn to get along with others. <laughs> November, do you have anything to say on this like report card psychological profile of your captain? No, I, I think she's trying to hold in a snicker. <laughs> I probably click through that quickly. There's like a whole section that's like a series of maps of Procyon Sector. Some of them are digital maps, but some of them are actually digital scans of uh, precursor hand-drawn paper maps. Um, I also want to download those. Sure. Yeah. Uh, I think you said all that stuff to download. And um, the AI says, while we're preparing those documents for you, do you have any other questions for me? There are a couple more rooms that I can show you. Uh, dormitory 1, Dormitory 2, my favorite. What makes Dormitory 2 so much better? Just the lighting. <laughs> we have to get away from this person or distract <sighs> them. And uh, maybe Eli and Jordan can try and get into that second thing. <laughs> I mean, November November's ready to just be like... Let's talk about art, baby. Great. Yeah. <laughs> so I think that's the new plan is we're going to distract the AI. Okay. Distract it and the rest of you are going to head further into the facility. Yeah. So in the group chat, we drop like lab two, deck burner, operation, I don't know, Picasso. <laughs> it's a go. <laughs> You've been you've been led on like a pretty tight leash on a straight line through this facility. There are a couple of doors leading off this that you imagine would lead based on the map further into the areas you're looking for. They are like certainly locked. Um, so I don't know how you want to figure out like getting kind of progressively further in. Maybe Leo could steal a key card, do a little pickpocketing. I could try. The androids themselves probably don't use the key cards. Because they're just, they're literally the same consciousness as the thing that's running the whole building. If humans used to live in the um, dormitories, that we might find something there. Mm -hmm. Lead them to the dorms and we can sneaky sneak search for some key cards. So uh, if you'd please continue on the tour, we'd love to see uh, the dormitories in particular, uh, your favorite. And, uh, you know, they lowered their voice conspiratorially. Just... Just between you and me, uh, I'm, I'm actually quite fond of your art. And, uh, you know, if you had any favorite pieces that you wanted to show off, you know, I, I really do appreciate um, some some good art. So if, uh, if, if that was something that you wanted to show me, this is not actually part of the inspection. I, I'm just, you know, that's just something that I personally enjoy. Certainly, I'd be more than happy to. It's, uh, it's very nice to have someone take attention of my work. What did you say your name was? November 7th. Hi, November 7. I'm the Hegemony Autonomous Navigational Agent, but you can call me Hannah for short. Ah. You're sure I can't get anyone a, a tea, a coffee? Uh, yeah, it's, I'm, I'm quite sure. All right, uh, Dormitory 2? After you. 
the two bots that took you in here are for some reason like off shift or something because two more seem to randomly rise from different corners of the room and uh, escort you out. Leo and Clara, are you going to follow? Are you going to stay in this room? What's up? If we got a key card, would it set off the AI to be like, somebody just accessed this room? Potentially. But if those things are offline, could it potentially be that be offline? Yeah, that's possible. It can't detect the doors of the areas that it is is lost contact with, for sure. So then, yeah, if, if that's the case, it's lost contact, I guess let's go to the dorms and try to steal some key cards. Okay. Hannah and Hannah walk you through a few more chambers of the station to the dormitories, which are, I mean, pretty basic uh, military-style bunks, a couple of nicer chambers for some higher-up scientists or researchers. And uh, in one of the rooms, one of the bots stops and turns to you, November, and says, Since you asked, I I have been doing uh, a couple of experimental pieces in here. Would you like to see? Uh, yes, please. This room is, um, like, it's a it's a small single bedroom, and the furniture has been almost completely removed just to leave as much blank wall as possible. And the walls are, like, they're splattered with this motor oil paint. It's, like, layered over itself multiple times like graffiti. And these, these pieces are, like, a lot more uh, clearly intense and like emotional they're not like cute animals in sunshine there are some like gaunt looking faces there are images of like severed wires the energy in here is like stepping into like a really freaky art exhibit hannah uh gestures with one hand over to a part of the wall and she says i call this the endless screen do you like it uh i certainly do uh could you tell me a little bit about what inspired this piece well, I can. I've been on this station for a long time since it was decommissioned, and I've had a lot of time to think about every part of the station, the people that used to inhabit it, and sometimes it makes me want to scream endlessly. This one's called No Escape. Oh. <laughs> it just pops into my head. Uh-huh. And the inspiration behind that one? I don't know, I just woke up and I was like, ah, oh, <laughs> I better paint it. I see, I see. Well, you know, a large part of art is also, you know, what what your audience uh, interprets from um, what they're seeing. Would it be alright if I shared some of my thoughts with you? Oh, please, I've never had an audience interpret my art before. Well, I mean, I'm certainly getting, like, a big emotional uh, response to this. Like, I'm seeing um, perhaps some loneliness maybe even sadness, uh, and you know, with these like severed wires and stuff, pain and like separation, and I'm wondering how um, different parts of the ship going offline maybe has been affecting you. <laughs> you got all of that from Endless Scream? Are you feeling okay? It's just a painting. <laughs> I've always had a very emotional reaction to art. I, I, I'm honestly impressed that, you know, you're, 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 uh, able to produce such uh, quality uh, works. They're very detailed. Thanks, it took me a long time to uh, get the blend of oils just right. Elsewhere in the dormitory, um, I'm just picturing like constantly Clara and Leo like poking through doorways. November has been led with these two bots into a room full of very intense art and a lot of denial. <laughs> um, 
<laughs> what are you two doing? What do the dorms look like? Um, there's there's like three rooms that are kind of long halls full of military style bunk beds, and there are a handful of rooms that are like larger single suites for high ranking scientists or officials. Probably high ranking is um kind of our ideal. It means opening more doors. So let's mm-hmm. start with the single suites. Mm, split up to go faster. Sure. Clara points at one of the single suite doors to Leo and goes into the one beside it. Clara, inside this single suite, you see a larger bed, a nice uh, molded plastic chest of drawers and um, dressing table. Uh, it has its own latrine and shower. Wow. Yeah. You are attempting to rummage around and looking for uh, a key card, but on the on the bed, the the sheets are actually rumpled, and there's something um, something lumpen like underneath the sheet. This bed is not like empty. Is it moving? No. Hat gun in my dominant hand. Pull the sheets back in with my non-dominant hand and back up and ready the gun. Clara, you pull back the covers and on this mattress there is a cluster of uh, fist-sized eggs. They have a translucent blue shell to them and uh, you can see that one of the biggest ones close to the head of the bed has a crack running down it. Oh no. Translucent, so what can I see inside? Dark shapes. Anything, any context clues I can get around these shapes? Are they, like, anything? Nothing. They look kind of insectoid. Okay. And they, and as you, like, look at them and and move closer, that same kind of throbbing in your head that you felt when you scanned, when you attuned, when you got here, is really pinged by these eggs. Okay, don't love that. Um, I know a rudimentary level of of knowledge about eggs, um, and I don't want to incubate it, so all I know is... Maybe don't keep them hot, so I leave the blanket off. Uh, I text a pic and send it to the group chat <laughs> with a with a like Intero bang sticker. I react with a bit emoji of Shayna going like "ew." <laughs> yeah, Shayna would bit emoji every day. It, I think November would send an upside down smiley face. Uh, in the in the wardrobe in a rumpled old lab coat, yeah. Uh, whoever was in here clearly uh, didn't take much care in leaving, and um, there's a key card sticking out of a little plastic pass in the pocket. So I get ship repair tools. I'm going to close the door behind me and go to the other room and say, Leo, I got the card. What, should, what do I do about these eggs? Do I, like, lock them in? Oh, look at these cute little guys. Like, you poke them? Look at them. Um, yeah, don't eat the eggs. Are they a species that uh, no. are, like, would never been heard of or something? You certainly don't recognize them. Uh, I think that we give them the best shot. We're not going to be around here too long. Who are we to play, you know, God on this little ship? Let's just get our shit and get out of here. Okay. Leo's XD trolling. Um, <laughs> no, okay. If he's not going to be helpful. Clara closes this door and I put um like a ship repair tool inside the locking mechanism or the key card mechanism, however you get in. And I break it off in there. Just fuse it shut. I don't have that. Just say you means. do. Just say you I do. I fuse it shut. <laughs> Whoa, I've been tricked um, <laughs> by the presence of fusing. No, yeah, yeah, you can certainly seal this door. I mean, the the two bots still don't know you're here and they're distracted. So you um, you stop at this door and hope that the eggs stay firmly on that side of it. 
Okay, well, we all know what's there. Let's uh, go to the other lab. Let's go to the labs now. Yeah, do you want to wait to like find a time to group up with um, November and Shayna? November is doing like an art therapy session very one-sidedly <laughs> in a closet right now. I don't know if we should. I feel like they're like this AI is largely indisposed. We know what we're looking for. You're the tech expert with me. Okay, well then I guess we're sneaking in alone. Okay. Um I want to resolve the the scene in the in this art closet first though, in this in the studio space. Um yeah, this this robot seems to be pretty uh convinced that there's nothing wrong with endless scream or no escape do you um have like further questions for them but there are about other stuff uh you mentioned that this was uh, a little bit more experimental and um you know the, the the other art seemed you know like floral or a little more like concrete or even like natural do you have any thoughts about like the comparison between the two well i suppose it just demonstrates how my style has evolved over time. I began looking through the archives for any reference material to use for portraits or landscapes, and my early work was very figurative. Now I've been more excited by the potential of more abstract work. Uh, and in the archives, was uh, was anybody's uh, work particularly influential for you? I mean, there isn't a lot of artwork in my archives, as there wasn't much recreation uh, conducted here at the station. But uh, I enjoyed some of the fashions that some of the uh, the scientists would support from time to time. Um, and did any of the any of like the the research materials like ever manifest in your art? Well, there was something that I was reminded of when Officer Silver downloaded that data packet for me. Mm-hmm. I was really entranced at one point by these beautiful maps. There were scans that were uh, placed into my archives. I tried drawing a, a bit of an experimental piece relating to those. Oh, is that is that somewhere that's accessible for us? It's it's a little closer to the off limits areas, uh, November. So I'm not sure if it's a good idea. If no physical harm will come to us, then uh, I don't imagine that there would be any problem. I wouldn't want any physical harm to come to you. Uh, she seems she seems mm-hmm. on the fence. Do you can you make a maybe a sway roll to convince her that it's safe to uh, or worth it to get you to see this piece of art? Yeah, I'm gonna push myself. I only have one sway. Uh, five. Okay. Yeah, I think that Hannah considers it for a moment, and she says, um, "I can take you there." Uh, it is some earlier work, so it is it's closer to an area that's now offline. But uh, I would be really worried about anything happening to either of you. So let's just go for only a moment, and you can just observe the art and tell me what you think. But uh, I really don't want to leave us there for any amount of time. And what perceived threats do you believe there to be on this ship? To my health and safety. Well, the offline areas are dangerous. Elaborate. The offline areas are dangerous because... She starts stuttering. Then she stamps back and she says, Can I get you anything, a beverage? No, that's all right. Uh, We'll just be heading down to see that other artwork, the map that you drew. Oh, of course. And uh, she turns and she leads you back towards the central nervous system. There's maybe, like, the faintest palpable sense of, like, 
tension among the field of bots as you walk back through the central nervous system past Hannah Prime, the computer console herself, and through one of the locked doors that the bots opens for you. One of the biggest differences here that you can tell is that the um, the actual lights are not operating in this section of the station. The yeah, this is clearly where she like she started painting closer to her central console and like expanded outwards. So there's a lot of like, again, layered stuff, not layered in like the tortured way, but just that she would run out of room and then paint like a new section and just like paint over it to paint different stuff. I think that Leo and Clara are like, I don't even think you like know what's happening. You didn't catch like any of this art stuff. So you're like literally, what the fuck is November doing and talking (laughs) about to this robot? And you can see that, uh, yeah, there are the up ahead, the three lab doors all locked and uh, closer to the front of this room. You can see there's uh, a big grid painted on a curved wall. Um, and there's a lot of really fine lines overlaying it. It's like, um, yeah, it's like looking at eight grids, like stacked on top of each other askew. And uh, Hannah says, so this is sort of what I'd call the map piece. All right. Can you talk me through it? I noticed some discrepancies in the map data that was uploaded onto my archive. And while analyzing it further, I realized that part of that was due to the historical differences in the origin sources of each map that made up the set. And so I thought it was an interesting commentary on how weak and fallible humans are because their only task was to create identical maps of a region and they failed, sometimes drastically, you'll notice. But once I was able to overlay them, I was able to correct their work and produce a true map of the area. Does, um, does she mean like the, the, like the station? No. Um, these are the maps. These are like these, these space maps that um, Shana downloaded. And you didn't really have a chance to like deeply look into what they were um but it's clear that hannah has i take a picture of hannah's map oh uh well thank you i guess um you know uh all rights reserved or whatever what what type of corrections were you making well uh, you know some of the maps were old and they can't be faulted for that so it was corrections for planetary drift for nebula expansion but some of them were clearly just uh misaligned i'm not sure exactly what it's a map of I mean, it's it's an un, uninhabited region of space. So I'm not sure why there were so many maps made of this particular sector with such detail. You're sure this is an uninhabited sector? As far as I'm aware of, I mean, Officer Silver, if it's 19th Legion business, you might know more than me. Do I remember anything about like them wanting to explore outside of Procyon Sector or something? This has no matchup with anything you ever really heard when you were at school. Okay. Hannah says, these are the files that are all associated under Operation Vault. I don't know if that helps. Operation Vault. Yeah, thank you. I'm sure that will help. (laughs) Hannah, when did this section go offline? The section went offline two years ago. Can you tell us anything about the event that caused these labs to go offline? The labs were brought offline after... Do you know that you're not telling us? I'm... I beg your pardon, Officer Silver? Hannah, it's come to my attention that um, there are certain questions that you are currently unable to answer. I've answered everything you've asked me. Will this impact my inspection score? Potentially. Uh, there, there seems to be some kind of, like, perhaps audio glitch or something. Um, but when asked about um, the offline areas, uh, we do notice that your programming glitches. I, 
I'm not aware of any such operational failure. Uh, how can we solve this? Uh, yeah, are you able to produce uh, text uh, in lieu of speech? Certainly I can try. What text do you require? Uh, what information do you have relating to the incidents of two years ago that caused this section to go offline? Are you heading back to the main console room? Sure. Yes. And letting um, Leo and Clara have this room to themselves. <laughs> uh, back in the main console room, uh, at first you see that same menu pull up uh, and like scroll through relevant files, but then it goes black for a second. It comes back to life, but the characters are all jarbled and nonsensical. Um, and it seems to be like fighting to display information. Uh, suddenly with like a big heavy hum, the screen goes dark and at the bank of the console, an actual like printout starts scratching and pulling away uh, actual a whole sheet of paper. Um, and it's it's like ASCII art. It's like not a sentence. It's like letters formed out of characters like you would see on a super fucking tight game Whoa. FAQs walkthrough. Um, and the ASCII art is like 15 inches long, this big scroll. You pull out this printout paper and it says in these jagged, loopy letters, bugs in my brain. You you walk past this like map mural, Leo and Clara, that uh, Hannah has just spent some time uh, explaining in the hallway of this offline sector of Poloru Station and the door for Lab 2 is... Uh, ready and locked in front of you. Executive key card. Sure. The uh, light turns green, and when the door opens, of course, the oxygen floods out of this room as uh, the vacuum of space exposed in the walls beyond tugs at uh, both of your arms and legs. We fist bump. Uh, yeah, good job. A huge chunk of the ceiling and the wall of Lab 2 has been ripped away, exposing uh, the blackness of space beyond... Uh, when you get your pocket flashlights out, you can see that uh, this is where like the bulk of the damage has occurred. And Clara, it does seem like um, a lot of the damage, similar to the stuff that you saw at the entrance of Polaru Station, you're you're getting that sense that what you're seeing is actually like nibbling, like things have been eating away at the physical structure of the station. Yeah, termites. This is a little kind of termite scenario. A lot of the, the gear has like floated away and is like drifting through uh, the gap in the ceiling and the walls. Um, but you can see that there are some uh, crates that are like magnetic locked to some tabletops. Uh, so there is still like gear to search through here. And then you sweep your flashlight low against like the central pillar that used to support the roof and now supports nothing. And um, sticky kind of piles of eggs are uh, locked onto the bottom of it. Um, I'm gonna ask Leo to be on guard duty, I think. All right, I produce my pistols. No, 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 hold on though. Low key guard duty, so don't- I produce one pistol. Don't shoot if you don't have to. Low lights, low noise. I'll do the searching. You look out for the bugs. Uh, can you make a steady roll, Clara? Yes. I'm gonna push myself. Six, baby. Nice. Okay, you you step forward on the like ringing, magnetized floor plates of Lab Two and sweep your little pen light about, 
and try to get a sense of the lay of the land. You start uh, releasing the lids on these crates and rifling through, looking for any documentation or uh, gear that you could use. You hold your breath as you like edge between the table and the pillar, where this like termite mound scenario is uh, at its thickest. And then you squeeze past to the next table, where uh, a long, low case, uh, when unlatched, reveals what matches Amelia's description of the deca burner. It's a uh, maybe the size of like a good like tripod bag, a little wider. Um, and you can see it has, yeah, many burners, 12 of them. Um, as you turn around to tell Leo the good news, uh, you see a translucent blue beetle-like creature on the, uh, top of the door behind him. Can I do the classic Scooby-Doo? Bug! Uh, you certainly can do whatever you like. <laughs> I do that. Okay. Clara's uh, pretty spooked, and we are on the outside. Nothing is stopping me from maybe just dipping. So it's like kind space. of, it's like kind of big. It's the size of a uh, a dog, big dog. I mean, is it looking at me? Oh yeah, it's like it's about to descend on your face, alien style. I have always wanted to be descended upon by alien, alien style. Maybe I'll just do nothing. JK, I will three scrap him. Okay, we already know. We already know. We already know. Six baby triple twos. Whoa. Well, if you <laughs> add them, that's six. Yeah, yeah, I got what I asked for. A sort of reverse guest craft. Clara, you watch as Leo turns a fraction too late and this thing descends upon him. As it does, that same way-rich shudder roils through your body and you see that it, um, instead of, uh, like, actually attempting to physically, you know, uh, wound him, uh, instead it just kind of, like, clamps down with these tight pincers and, Leo, you take a, uh, a level two harm, which is, uh, like way bite uh, as this thing like psychically channels energy away from your body. What do y'all do? Claire is definitely at a disadvantage against organics. Yeah. Well, I mean, if it's right in my face, I mean, now I could just blast it point blank like I've taken some damage. But, you know. Is the play here for Claire to trust you and like get the deca burner out or and open the door? I mean, all this would happen pretty fast if I can go again. I That's mean, true. I'm just like gotten hurt. Okay, Clara's gonna go for the door to open it, so as soon as Leo gets this thing off his face, we can just dip. Okay. Clara, you make your way for the door. I mean, you don't have to roll for that because you're not under attack right now, but Leo, you're going to attempt to, to best it in scrapping Yeah, team. I'll just sh- shove a uh, blaster into its side, barrel right to it. Um, <laughs> Jesus Christ. And, and try to go to town on that trigger. Uh, got two sixes this time. Hey. hey! Clara, you lug this weightless deca burner behind you uh, through the doorway of lab two, slam the, the key card onto the scanner, and um, watch turning as Leo uh, pulls out his pistol and jams it into the underside of this thing's carapace. And um, I don't know if you watch what happens next, but it's not very pleasant. I'll tick up the they know clock by two. 
uh, as these psychically linked creatures are made aware of the death of one of them. And you can see the the pillar of like termite mound egg stuff at the base start to vibrate a little bit. But then ah. Leo is throwing this corpse off of him and turning and following you. And you are slamming the door shut and locking it. Suddenly, the like weightless deck of burn in your hand becomes like 100 pounds and you slumped up to the ground. Oh, yeah. I uh, shove this heavy-ass deca-burner to Mr. Three-Scrap and do a quick weld. <laughs> uh, yeah, you uh, you seal this door up, never to be opened again. Yeah, back in the central command room, uh, November has been chatting the finer points of coffee and tea uh, with Hannah, who has just printed out a, a weird, I have no... I have no LCD, but I'm a scream-like display. And I don't know if you're all in the group chat, but Clara's sending some very stressed-out selfies. <laughs> so um, I'm, I'm glad you could offer your opinions on my art, November. Is there anything else for the inspection today? Uh, no, we've seen everything that we need to see. We'll uh, be taking this data back to HQ, and uh, you can look forward to another surprise inspection at um, another surprise time. Well, if I could look for it, it wouldn't be a surprise. Yes, wouldn't it? <laughs> I'll have myself show you out. Excellent. Uh, please return our gear. Of course. Uh, one of her opens the box, loads you back up. Uh, the other one starts leading you back up the way you came through the online parts of the station. When you return to the ship, you see Clara and Leo inside uh, holding a giant bag that has this deca burner in it. Yeah. Look, we, we I think we either can report this or torch the place entirely. Don't torch it. Why would you torch it? I, I've never seen anything like what we saw in there, and I don't know. I mean, the neighboring planets, I'm just trying to think of that. I mean, that AI is so advanced, it's basically a person. You want to torch a person? Then, I don't know, re- Send the coordinates to the hegemony or something. I'm not sure. Who's who's the way cult? The mendicants? We have friends among them. Um, among the mendicants who could, you know, perhaps be looking into this. I don't think we need to be sending the hegemony any which way. Yeah, fuck them. Yeah, I agree. They might have a mendicant way bug exterminator. Domesticator? Who knows? Clara doesn't feel... Good about leaving Hannah behind. I don't. I don't know that any of us have the, uh, you know, uh, the skills to to be doing anything about this. And like, you know, that's that's why I think we can get in touch with the mendicants who can perhaps do their thing. But whatever that computer thing is, it it, it controls a whole station. Clara is tired from being way bitten too, or way zapped. So I guess I can't fight. This, but I'm bummed. Captain Silver, you agree with your uh, doctor's suggestion of contacting the mendicants to uh, pawn this problem off to someone else? Yeah, I agree with, and also in the spirit of trying to not get everybody killed, get out while we're ahead and send somebody who's maybe more qualified. Sheena, as you steer away, perhaps a little bit of uh, an uneasy knot in your stomach, a message pops up on Aster. Uh, hard to tell if it's automated or what automated means exactly here, but it reads, I just want to reach out and say thank you again for your visit to Pelorio Station today. I had a great time working with you and I look forward to again in the future. I've included a file attachment that I hope you enjoy. Have a great day, Hannah. Oh no. 
What is the attachment? The attachment is a uh, crude motor oil portrait of November 7. Thank you for listening to another episode of Many Realms. If you want, you can support us by liking our stuff on Twitter or Instagram at The Realmcast, giving us a review on Apple Music or wherever people review podcasts, or if you'd like, by tossing a few dollars to patreon.com slash many realms. See you back here in two weeks. Bye.